For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Why is it that the oldest child grows up with the strict rules, but the younger one gets away with everything? <laughs> Ask my brother about that one, okay? Shouldn't everyone get the same treatment? AT&T gets this, and that's why they've been giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. No matter who came first, whether you've been with AT&T for years or are just starting to think about switching, visit att.com forward slash best deals to learn more restrictions and exceptions may apply Tiger fans, welcome to episode 214 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. I'm back in the booth today with Mo Knows. What up, Mo? Man, nothing at all. Happy to be a Tiger. What's up with you? Hey, man. I'm always, it's always a great day to be a Tiger. Great week to be a Tiger. Great weekend to be a Tiger this past weekend, man. I think the, the energy, the excitement is at an all-time high around Jackson State, especially when you're talking about athletics. We all know what happened with the football team winning the SWAC championship, but something else happened, Mo, that went under the radar. I don't know if it was noticed. I don't know if it got a lot of attention because obviously when your football team is winning the SWAC championship, that's where all the focus will be. But this basketball team went on the road and we, when the schedule was released, when we looked at it and we, when we saw that the football team will be playing for the championship at the exact same time, this basketball game was going on. We were kind of disappointed because we thought this was a game that they could go on the road and win. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it was one that you kind of look at it. Um, really feel like we had a chance. Um, hated that it was during the SWAC championship, mm-hmm. but I'll be honest with you, Corey, I didn't know what to do with myself. I, I was flipping <laughs> channels. I literally stayed here just so I could watch both games. That's so, what I wanted to ask you. How did you do it? I mean, two TVs or you had a phone two and, a, TVs. and a tablet? Like Two TVs, man. Literally running down my hallway 
like in between time. Wait a minute, outs. two different rooms? Two different rooms. Oh, two man. different rooms. I don't know how you put good exercise in. Well, I, mean, I really wanted to watch the game, but you know, being in the stadium with 50,000 people, you know what that cell phone reception was like. But of course, Mo knows. <laughs> Mo knows and Mo knew. Absolutely. Let's talk about it, man. We talked about Illinois State. Uh, for anyone who's not sure what we're talking about, the men's basketball team went on the road. This is out of conference again, their second of the season, a Missouri Valley conference team, and they got the win 61 to 55. And first things first, this team was undermanned because they played without a few guys. Yes, sir. Um, second game in a row that we played without Gabe Watson. Um, he was visibly on the bench with a um, brace on his wrist, on his shooting hand. Um, also played without Isaiah Williams, and we played without Freeman. Um, also, in the middle of the game, we end up losing Chance Moore pretty early to an injection early in the second half. So we were very undermanned, but I'm very proud that this team was able to to really show that they're battle-tested early in the season and pull out a W on the road against a very tough Illinois State team. I definitely want to get back to that Chance Moore ejection no, that was kind of iffy, maybe controversial. Of course, we're, we're biased, but I want to hear from you about that. But I, I, I want to first go back to those three guys who are out. And for those listeners who don't follow the team as closely as you do, like talk about the significance of that. So when you say a Gabe Watson, talk about his productivity and what he means to the team and, and, and Isaiah Williams and Freeman. What were we missing? What were we lacking? Man, Gabe is our score. Um, we, we always talk about losing Tristan. Well, Gabe is that guy that that lessens the burden of losing a guy like Tristan. Um, Gabe is the guy that you run your offense through. He's averaging 15, 16 points a game. Um, He's one that can easily drop 30 points on a given night. He averaged 29 a game coming out of high school at St. Joe and averaged about 14 when he was at Southern Miss. So we know Gabe can score. With Isaiah, you're losing some toughness. You're also losing a post player that can kind of protect McKinnis when McKinnis gets in foul trouble. And he's a veteran. Um, Isaiah is, is, a, is a grad student, so he's been around for a while. He knows the game. He knows how to rebound. And Isaiah's another one. He can put the ball in the basket. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he makes some very timely shots for us down the stretch. And you need a guy like Isaiah out there. Um, also, losing Freeman, we haven't seen much from Freeman. But from the scouting reports on Freeman, Freeman is a is a shooter, one of the the few shooters on this team, outside of um, Ken Evans, and outside of Colty Young and Darian Wilson, Freeman is labeled as that shooter. So you always need people that can be a three point threat and somebody that can play defense on the wings. And Freeman at six five six six is definitely a body that you want. You know, that makes this win all the more impressive when you talk about being without three guys like that. But that tells me, that just speaks on the depth of this team. And we talked about it in the preview show about how deep this team was. And that goes to show, man, when you lead, when you lose your, you know, guy who's going to be your lead, who can be your leading scorer night in and night out, a, a post president like an Isaiah Williams and that death with Freeman. And you can still not only win a game, but you can win on the road out of conference. Again, it just speaks to the depth that this team has. And then also... <laughs> playing without Chance Moore for the majority of the game. Of course, he played, but he was ejected early in the second half, and he had it going, man. So, first of all, talk about how he was looking prior to being ejected and talk about that ejection specifically. 
<laughs> Chance Moore had the opportunity to carry the load offensively. Um, with Chance Moore being 6'8", 200 pounds, um, they play him as a small forward, kind of as a stretch four type guy. So we run our offense through Chance Moore. And when you're missing a guy like Gabe Watson, you got to have that that one mismatch that you can run your offense through. And that's what we were doing with Chance. Um, so Chance was 5'11 from the floor. He was 3 or 5 from three-point range. I keep reminding you, we were playing without Gabe Watson. So <laughs> you needed that three-point threat, and Chance was knocking them down. And what ended up happening with Chance, after he knocked one down, he was letting them know, Core. And when you're on the road, you just can't do it. Um, I'll be honest, from watching it on TV, you can't hear what he's saying. But I'll say this. There was a lot of chit-chatting going on on both sides. <laughs> we got the text. They didn't. So mm. I'll let y'all mm. read in between the lines on that. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It did. In addition to that, it's, it's, you know, the team was already faced with some adversity being so undermanned. But then Mr. McGinnis gets in some early foul trouble. McGinnis got in early foul trouble in the first half. He picked up two quick fouls. Remind you, we're playing without Isaiah Williams as it is. So we really was the, – the depth was really tested. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you this. Um, Terrence Lewis, Darius Hicks, and Jamarcus Jones, they filled in greatly particularly Terrence Lewis. Terrence has a a very unique game. Terrence is one of those guys that just seems like when there's an offensive rebound, the ball just falls in his hand. He has a knack for blocking out. He's not big. He's actually undersized for a post player, but he gets it done, and he plays great defense. So he was really able to help us. Um Jamarcus Jones, the transfer from Southern University, we haven't seen much out of him. He's about 6'8", 6'9". He's a very wiry guy. He was able to give us some minutes, Corey, and and that was really able to alleviate some things for us. And and I'll just be honest with you, Corey. Coach Brent outcoached their coach. Mm. That's what it really came down to. That was the difference between us winning and losing this game is that he slowed the pace down, and we knocked down threes. We were 8 of 13 from three-point land in this game. Wow. Over 50% from three. That's huge. Over 50%. We're, we're looking at Ken Evans was 2 of 3. Jonas James was 1 of 2. Chance Moore was 3 of 5. And Darren Wilson was 2 of 2. So, able to knock down shots on the road, undermanned, against a pretty good opponent in Illinois mm-hmm. State. And Illinois State was coming in, I believe they were three and two or three and three. So mm-hmm. it was a five hundred ball team. And you mentioned Evans. I know he was pretty aggressive as well as Jonas in terms of just getting Illinois in foul trouble as well. So talk about their play. Um looking at that scouting report and looking at what Illinois had on the floor, they struggled with stopping us off the dribble. Um Kevin Ken Evans actually came out the gate the our very first possession he shot and hit a three. Um, we, we got to running a little bit of some pick and roll action. Um, we we kind of noticed that their guards were kind of slow at moving their feet. And it was there all night. Um, Jonas was able to, to drive, and he was able to drive and dish. There was a couple of times where Jonas would drive and 
he was able to throw the alley hoop. Um, that's something that's going to be open in the swag. Um, and, and that's what I like about these types of games is that it gets us ready for swag play, but it's always good to get a W. Absolutely. And Evans, man, he had it going. He had he finished with a double-double, 13 points and 12 rebounds. Uh, he led the team in that department rebounding. And Jonas as well, he was big, chipping in with 11 points. So, you know, we talked about how this team performed offensively and how they really controlled the pace of the game. But one thing that stood out to me was what they did defensively. They held this Illinois State team to 55 points. And one of the nation's leading scorers, Antonio Reeves, they held him to 14 points. So just talk about that defensive effort because he averages 21 points a game. It goes back to Ken Evans. Ken Evans, he filled up the stat sheet in this one, Corey. Not only did he get us a double-double on the offensive end, but he was key in slowing down Antonio Evans – or Antonio Reeves, I'm sorry. But Antonio Reeves averages 21 points a game. We were able to slow him down, and he only scored 14. And I'll be honest, he really scored maybe seven or eight, and he got like six points towards the end of the game that made the game a lot closer than what it was. He was stopped. And I think the biggest thing is that he was one of seven from three-point range. He had a hand in his face. Um, not only was it Ken Evans, but it was Darian Wilson. Um, Darian Wilson is a guy that that is a glue guy. He mm-hmm. does the dirty work. He takes charges. He's, he's down on the floor um, going after loose balls. And when he's coming off that bench, you better believe he's going to guard the other team's best offensive player. So he was a great 3 and D guy for us in this game. And he was 2 of 2 from three-point range, knocking them down. So, you know, it was really good to see that from him. He's that yes. cagey veteran that you want on your team, whether it's a college team or a professional team. Uh, you know, he, he, like you say, he's a glue guy. Now he's one of the, you know, definitely one of the favorites of the players. So, after Darian, and you know, just going back to that defensive effort on Reeves, you know, I think it's it's huge to see us be able to slow down a player of his caliber because we talked about losing McClellan from last season's team, not a guy who didn't get a lot of you know hype, guys who a guy who didn't get a lot of recognition, but what he would do defensively to the opposing team's best score, especially their best perimeter score, sometimes they went unnoticed. But that was a huge boost for us. So to see this team collectively be able to hold Reeves under his average, which is what McClellan would do every single game last season, I think that's a, a huge plus for Coach Brandon and his staff to to know that we have that in our bag to be able to shut down the, the opposing team's best player. So great effort by this team, great win. And down the stretch as they closed it out, if you look at that lineup, you had you had Dylan, you had Jonas, you had Evans, Lewis, and McKinnon. So talk about that closing lineup and how they finished this game out. Those guys were um, able to face guard Reeves, and they were able to to make it hard for him to get the ball. Their offense literally was through this one player, and we did a great job of switching, and they really tried to force the issue, particularly towards the end, and we were just able to knock down some free throws and get out of there. Um, Jonas knocked down a couple fours. Um, Ken Evans was five or six from the free throw line. Jonas was four or four. Um, so those two particularly, they realized like, hey, if I drive, if I don't make it, I'm at least going to get fouled. And that helped. And, you know, Ken Evans is a guy that, Corey, I just want him to shoot more. 
Mm-hmm. I want him to shoot more. I think he can do this throughout the rest of the season. Absolutely. Yeah, he has the he has the potential. Obviously, he has the talent. A dandy dozen. So anytime you bring a dandy dozen into the swag, you know this is a skilled player. Uh so you know, we, we definitely look forward to him see, seeing his game just continue to evolve. And I know he's getting more and more comfortable out there. So I think by season's end, he could be a guy who you could I could see being one of the most improved players on the team. So it's something to look out for. But again, shout out to this team for going on the road, getting another out of conference win. And I think the sky is really the limit as this team really starts to find itself and really get everyone healthy and get everyone on the court at the same time. I don't know. Have we been at full strength at any point for any game this season? I don't think so, Corey. I I really don't. But I'll say this. This team shows that they're very coachable in this game. They show that they're very coachable. And I think um, we have to really take our hats off to Coach Brent for this one. We really do. Um, no I, I just want to give him his flowers and just say, hey, you can't doubt Coach Brent. <laughs> can't doubt Coach Brent. There you have it. So, there you have it. Thank you. All Coach. right. And, and Mo, we want to touch on one other thing. Of course, this was a big win, but some other big news recently. That was a big signing. Avon Johnson, six foot five guard from Murrah, officially signed with the Tigers. He had been committed for a while. We've been watching him over the course of the season, just really just get it done we're talking about a lights out score he has a 52 point game in the bag and he will be at 1400 Lent street next season extremely excited about this kid his story losing both mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. being he has a 4.2 gpa wow and i believe it's a 26 on this act wow he's a kid that you can't help but to root for mm-hmm he even has a little photography business. <laughs> what doesn't he do? <laughs> I mean, he he is just that guy. He can shoot it. He's six four, six five, six six. He's somewhere in there. He's rangy. Um, all of his highlights is him dunking on somebody. I mean, mm-hmm. what's not to like about this kid? And he is coming to us from JPS. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited about him and very elated to have him. Kid is right. he's a bad boy. Right. He is looking forward to seeing him, man. You know, you always want to bring talent into the program, but it's even more special when it's a local kid, a JPS kid. So he grew up in the area. Legacy, his mom, who he always talks about, and he just dedicates everything to her. She's a Jacksonian, so we know she's looking down. She's proud to see him not only sign a Division One basketball scholarship, which he talked about was always his dream, but to go to her alma mater, I know that's special for him and just his entire family. His, you saw his grandmother at his signing day. His grandfather came from California. So we are getting a special, special kid, and we can't wait to see him. So shout out to Vaughn. Shout out to him. All right, man. Well, this basketball team, man, is starting to pick up, man. The season goes by before you know it, man. We'll be in the swag play soon. And just looking at what they've been able to do out of conference, I'm really expecting some big things come swag play. But before then, I'm looking forward to a couple more upsets as well out of conference. I'm going to be honest with you, Corey. I don't even think um, – I think we have one more ranked opponent. And after we get done with that ranked opponent, I, I expect us to win. I'm just at that point. Um, hopefully we can get these guys fully healthy and we can really go into swag play at full strength. And I think we're going to be scared. Well, there you have it. You heard it from Mo knows. He knows. So when it happens, you can say you knew because Mo told you so. 
Yes, sir. Thank you, Cor. And that'll do it for episode 214 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag the I love. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done